1: Before I do anything else, let me just give you some advanced warning that from next week, Consumer Talk is moving into the second hour of the show. So you will catch us not from 1 till 2, but from 2 till 3 p.m. And don't worry, Wendy Nola will still be with us fighting the good fight on behalf of consumers just a slightly later time slot. Wendy, great to have you back in Cape Town, especially after you mingling with the Rich and Famous on Carp Lodge last weekend. <laughs> well, hardly mingling,
2: but yes, I did... um You made a guest um, appearance. (laughs) Yes, a guest appearance. I had uh, quite a bit of liaison with the producers around the story because of our background um, on the story. So it was, yeah. Okay, so so let me see. It's lovely to be able to to see it
1: followed on like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. so yeah, it well, was a l- long time coming. It, it was indeed, it has been indeed. So we're going to bring you a follow-up on, so this is really a follow-up on a follow-up on a follow-up because we did something about it, they followed up on the show, <laughs> there are all kinds of new ramifications to take a look at and uh, uh, effectively this revolves around the issue of food fraud. Uh, so we're going to tackle that first and then just a reminder after one thirty, it is the open line space as well as uh, I hope some follow-up on Caroline's question around online dating sites. Okay, so let's just remind everybody, Wendy, Not it's for two years or more now oh, no. uh, that we first in Consumer Talk looked at the story of Freedom Bakery in Birkfleet. Just remind us of the background.
2: Okay, the issue was that the bakery was selling products labeled as containing gluten-free flour, such as coconut flour, but repeated scientific testing of these baked goods had revealed in every case that they contained gluten levels consistent with wheat flour. In other words, they were plain old wheat Regular products that yeah. sell for far cheaper in um, mainstream outlets. So this last Sunday, Carte Blanche aired a story about food fraud, specifically focusing on three bakeries around the country, which are selling wheat products labeled as gluten-free at premium prices. And among them was Cape Town's Freedom Bakery. When they bought samples um, from the bakery, they had the whole hidden camera thing going and, um, they captured a staff member answering, yeah, coconut based to the question of whether the products were gluten free. As we said on our show two weeks ago, she, uh, two years ago rather, she, uh, the owner, um, Natasha Mandaringa, used to have um, the words gluten free on her products. The city of Cape Town's health officials paid her a visit and um, after that she Took Change the words the gluten-free off, mm. but the products, the ingredients that are listed are all gluten-free. And as the undercover carte blanche footage showed, when uh, customers ask, are, the pro- are these products gluten-free? The answer is yes. Um,
1: so, okay. So, once again, what has happened here is that, um, the accredited lab facts, food and allergy and consulting services run by Dr. Harris Steinman has tested products and Harris is with us in the studio. We'll speak to him in just a moment, uh, to, to find out what those tests showed. Uh, but effectively, for those who didn't see the segment on Sunday, again, the findings were that these products, which were meant to be gluten-free, are testing positive for gluten at very high levels, consistent so with m- wheat flour. Yes, exactly. okay. Just for the sake of those who don't have M.Net access or missed Carte Blanche on Sunday, I thought it might be helpful to play you a very short clip from that segment. And it's the section in which Carte Blanche presenter Claire Mo- uh, Moisa questioned the owner, Natasha, about the findings and what those findings had shown about her products. So let's
3: just briefly take a listen to that. Natasha Mandiringa, who had been the subject of a previous investigation seemed unperturbed by our new lab results. Is gluten-free? Who said somebody is claiming gluten-free? Are you saying you're not a gluten-free person? I did not claim I did not claim gluten-free. Okay. No. But our research showed that customers of Freedom Bakery are under the impression the products are gluten-free. Where is the gluten? Your ingredients don't have any gluten. There's no gluten in any of the ingredients that you use to make the because products. that's the ingredients I use. Okay, so that's then right. where does the gluten enter? Should the final product also not be gluten-free? That's right. But it can't be gluten-free because when we tested,
4: there was gluten.
3: That's your results
4: okay are these cereals gluten-free um
2: yeah coconut based.
1: coconut based. Coconut, based. coconut based yeah uh, that was the hidden based. camera yeah
2: those are your results she said but this is the results from the same lab that for how many Times. <laughs>
1: okay, well, that's one of the We're questions <laughs> we'll put to, to Harris in a minute. First, though, we've got um, the producer, uh, the independent producer for Carte Blanche, Albertus, Albertus Lowe, who worked on that segment, uh, joining us on the line. Albertus, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much uh, for your time, and thanks for giving us permission to share that clip with our listeners. I was absolutely furious watching that segment because two years ago, Natasha sat in the studio. We, we challenged her on this issue live on air, and she just would not acknowledge acknowledge what the tests were proving, that there is gluten in these products. It sounds to me, and uh, it sounds from that segment, that that is still the case, that she seems completely unperturbed. Um, Was that the impression that your team got as well?
4: Well, what we did was um, to get the samples and and have them tested and then just um, basically bring the results to Natasha to get her reaction. And, yeah, her reaction was that... um, that she doesn't accept the results of the test, and also that she doesn't she doesn't claim that her products are gluten free.
1: She doesn't claim they're gluten free, but the staff in her own shop are inferring to customers that they are. And none of the products that are listed on the label should be gluten containing. How was she? How did she describe that discrepancy?
4: Well, explain it. Well. Yeah, but basically her point was just that that it's not um, that it's not gluten free, and um, we 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 confronted her, her with the fact that the ingredients are all gluten free ingredients, and we also um, spoke to uh, lawyer Janus Luterek, um about the labelling of of gluten free um, products, and and even if you don't have the word gluten free on it, but if your ingredients are all gluten free it doesn't doesn't matter it's still it's still the same um you know it's, it's still the same thing
1: okay i'll bet us natasha's bakery wasn't the only one um that you subjected to this kind of testing with similar results i'm interested to know what the reaction was from the other two bakeries in karteng were they also in denial about the results of your tests
4: so um we looked at they, they were not bakeries we first um went to health shops because that that was mm-hmm where where there were some um uh, complaints about. The one is called Nature's Healing and the other one is called One Health Supermarket in Centurion. And uh in both cases um they got their breads from a supplier and they were uh, insisting that the supplier um con- well the, the, the supplier said to them that it's gluten free products and labeled it it's gluten free. So then we track down the suppliers Um, We confronted the suppliers about about the results, and they basically said, "Well, they got it from bakeries, independent bakeries, who said to them that it's gluten free." And then we went to the bakeries, and the bakeries basically said, "Well, we don't provide gluten free products."
2: It's like trying to find out where the dodgy car got fixed up after being in a major smash or or floating (laughs) along a freeway-turned river. You know, you just everyone kicks it back. And, and forwards and you never you no, blame no, somebody. Nobody knows where the crookery happened, basically.
1: I mean, Albertus, just to come back to the fact, you, you approached a lawyer for comment on this and somewhere in this chain, fraud is happening because the end result is that a product is being sold to customers whose label of ingredients implies it is gluten-free when it is not. It's not only a health risk to those consumers, it is a case of fraud. And what did that lawyer say about the possibility of of criminal investigation following?
4: Yeah, basically, um, he said it's pure fraud, as you say. If you, especially when you sell a product that is supposedly much more expensive, um, mm-hmm. a gluten-free product is much more expensive than a non-gluten-free product. So, um, so if you are if you are deceiving somebody by saying that this is gluten-free when it's not, um, so that you can make more money from that product, that is pure fraud, and you can. Uh, go to a police station, you can um, lay a charge of fraud, and it's it's basically a, the criminal offence of fraud.
1: Albertus Lowe, thanks for chatting to us, independent producer for Carte Blanche, behind that segment uh, that aired on Sunday. Very much the same thing as what's
2: happening with honey. Yeah. Um, adulterated with sugar and whatever, or just pure sugar syrup um, passed off as honey, which has a premium price. The cost of sugar versus honey is, I mean... It's, yeah, it's,
1: it's a huge difference. Huge yeah.
2: Astronomical difference, yes. um. So uh, by the way in that Nature's Healing Store that also featured on Cop Blanche, um I put the H- Harris's um results to to that um outlet recently um mm-hmm. twice made a phone call tried to get hold of the owners was just refused to engage with me got no response whatsoever yeah. okay. so at least she was on camera for Carte Blanche. but this is the sort of it you know the, the big surprise was for me <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit um Unbelievable, given that i had uh, I had raised the issue with them um some some weeks ago, anyway, yeah, back to freedom bakery when we had Natasha in studio with us in October two thousand and seventeen almost two years ago, we asked her to explain how lab tests kept finding that the products on sale in her bakery were in fact wheat very very far from gluten free and she couldn 't offer an explanation s- saying only over and over that she did not bake with wheat flour when a listener asked her how she got that light spongy texture to her rolls which gluten-free bakers around the world have not been able to get right she said she uses coconut flour with cacao butter as a binder and then it was the soaking of her coconut flour in liquid for three days which created what she called a nice texture of a nice texture of dough and as I say if 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 that were possible she you know She's the only one, apparently, in the world who's able to do that
1: successfully. Yeah. Now, I just want to share with you, I'm on the Freedom Bakery Facebook page as we speak, and there is a statement that uh, she has shared there yesterday, Wendy, um, responding to the segment saying, we remain open and transparent through our interactions uh, we have always confirmed that we bake with flours that are ancient grains, some of which are naturally free of gluten. We bake in one kitchen and cross-contamination is possible. We've changed suppliers of our flours over the years as we do our utmost to ensure gluten-free flours are in fact gluten-free. We do not label our products as gluten-free, but we do always confirm with which flour a product is baked we bake all our goods on site the real proof is in the experience well i beg to differ for me the real proof (laughs) is in in the the lab lab. so let's bring in the lab dr (laughs) harris Steinem is with us a a medical doctor and consumer activist who runs the facts lab where these tests were done harris great to be with us again welcome
0: thanks for having us back
1: how many times have you now tested freedom bakery products
0: uh probably at least at least 12, if not longer, and a variety of products. We followed at one stage, we sampled every month from the bakery. I personally went and bought. I was personally told they're gluten-free. I personally looked at the ingredients that don't contain gluten. And we have, I mean, that's uh, more than once is already ridiculous. The levels we find is pure wheat rolls. There's no other excuse. You can't get wheat getting into this level from fermentation. You can't get it from uh, ye- uh, using a yeast process for three days. It can't be from cross-contamination, from baking in the same pro- uh, same kitchen. These are solid wheat rolls. Whatever Natasha is saying is, let's put it in frank terms, a blatant lie. These are wheat rolls.
2: I think it's important to ask you at this stage, Harris, have your results... Or your integrity, or anything about your operation ever been called into question, ever been disputed successfully.
0: No, because we are, firstly, a Sanus accredited lab, which means that we have to comply with certain standards. Secondly, if we do get uh, positives that we're unsure of, in other words, we're surprised by it, we retest. So we're absolutely certain. We follow uh, processes to ensure our data integrity. And so the levels we get are what we get. They are factual. We, We will stand up in a court of law. We will confirm, without any doubt, unchallengeable, results that these are solid wheat rolls and there's just absolutely no question of cross contamination the levels are just massively too Mm -hmm. high
1: how do you feel then about the fact that they are on sale with labeling that at least implies they're gluten-free and with people in the store actually directly telling customers that they
0: are uh, it's as uh, the lawyer said. This is just basic fraud. Uh, this is not as if this has occurred yesterday. Wendy has been following the story mm-hmm. for over four years, uh, late five two thousand and six. Two thousand and six. In fact, even longer. Years. Uh, Natasha, yeah, sixteen. Sorry, so two thousand and
1: sixteen. Did you say?
2: Sorry, when was late two thousand okay, and sixteen? Okay, so three four years
0: now. Yeah. 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 Yes. So you know, if this was the first time this has happened, Natasha can say act surprised. But she has been warned multiple times. She's set no systems in place to uh, to reduce or eliminate the problem. Uh, And she simply refuses to accept that the scientific data shows what it shows. Yep.
1: Okay, which leaves us then with questions uh, rightly being asked by our listeners. Surely a consumer can sue these companies. People mainly eat gluten-free for health reasons. These consumers are now becoming patients. I mean, Harris, let me ask you to put your medical doctor's hat on. Mm. It's not just about paying a lot of money for a product which should have been a lot cheaper. There are also health risks involved here.
0: I was about to add to that. You know, we're talking about fraud because we've never said it in that way. Uh, fraud is the major issue here, but the second major issue is the health risk. And there's two levels to it. And I've actually sat down with Natasha and explained to her that she not understand or show remorse for the fact that she's a, aff- for the re, for having affecting people's health. And that is at two levels. The one is if you're wheat allergic, you can have either chronic uh, uh, symptoms from your allergies, or if you're highly allergic, in other words, you can have anaphylaxis or shock, Mm -hmm. you can actually go into a severe reaction. That's the first major risk. The second is if you have celiac disease, and this is where you have constant chronic uh, problems with your GIT. But worse than that, if you're not applying A gluten-free diet. There's a high risk of you developing secondary cancers. So we're talking about major, major health risks here.
2: Wendy. Okay. So, so two years ago, um, it was a very emotional call. I remember because I I re-listened to the, or I re-listened to the show this week. But a woman phoned in to say that she had bought a pack of hot cross buns um, from Freedom Bakery a year earlier, just over a year before and she'd had this flare-up. She hadn't had gluten for 15 years. She had an autoimmune disease. Yes. And she was still battling more than a year later from the flare-up that she suffered as a result. Um, and so, so we have that, that kind of case you're talking about. But to what do you, um, how do you explain the fact that we aren't seeing and hearing from many more people who um, are buying these products because they're gluten intolerant um, and not having any effects? How do you explain that?
0: I, I think there's uh, a few reasons for that. Uh, firstly, there's a few that have not phoned in who have written to me. Okay. So I'm aware of them. The second, uh, fact is that many people don't attribute the, any symptoms they experience to the food, ro- uh, to the roles because they trust that if it says gluten free, it must yes. be. Yeah. It's like the adverts we see on Carte Blanche. We assume that they are valid when in fact they might be scam products because of association. Mm-hmm. And so people have this underlying conditions without being able to attribute it to any obvious uh, cause. And then of course there's a third level of uh, that is those people who believe that they are affected by gluten and in fact are not. And so they will eat these rolls and quite happily without so any side effects and yeah. pay a lot mm-hmm. and uh, believe that they're buying a premium gluten-free roll and Since they have no symptoms, that they they are gluten free when in fact they would have no symptoms because they're they're actually not gluten affected.
1: Okay, we've got a voice note from somebody who is affected by this uh, subject. Let's just take a listen to that.
5: Hi, Pepper, thank you for the show this afternoon, it was a real eye opener. Um, thank you for giving the names as well because personally, um, I I have an insulin resistance issue, um, gluten. You know gets converted into sugar and this is not only just a a trust issue with a company But also um, a health issue and that these that these companies influence uh, People without them being aware is just shocking. So, um, you know my honest opinion Place like that you don't even give them the correction chance You just shut them down because at the end of the day This is this is people's lives you're talking about. Anyways, that was just my opinion. Have a good day further.
1: bye. Thank you so much. And thank you to Natasha on Twitter saying this story is incredibly helpful. Is there any data on the gluten-free claims by major supermarket chains? Has anyone checked those out as far as you're aware?
2: Not that I'm – as far as I'm aware. Harris, have you done any –
0: The way the system works is that a supplier to supermarkets or any uh, retailer – is theoretically supposed to check their own products and sell to retailers. Uh, Woolworths, we know, do recheck for their own safety and uh, brand integrity. The other retailers do not. They trust their suppliers. So depending on the brand and the retailer, certain are far more... uh, Rigidly controlled than others
1: Okay, Okay. important to know We are going to talk about um, uh, What happens in the public health aspect And following up I'm just mindful that we're about to go into news So I just want to share a couple more messages In the meantime And then we will carry on the conversation after news A WhatsApp saying Why didn't they test the flowers used from the suppliers, not only the baked products? Does this not go further into the fact that the flowers have been supplied fraudulently to the bakeries and are not what they were sold as? Harris?
0: We have checked the flowers. Natasha was kind right in the beginning when she thought we would not catch out, supplied us the flowers, which were found to be gluten-free. But it's impossible for gluten to suddenly appear mysteriously or miraculously in the product. So what you're yeah. supplying us to test is quite different from what is being supplied to the consumer.
1: Okay. Um, why are we not hearing more complaints? Ask the WhatsApp? I had a minor reaction, so I stopped buying. But a friend who was newly diagnosed had no reaction and says her specialist recommended that she buy from there. Uh, we have kind of, I think, addressed that already. Yes. Um uh, another good WhatsApp asking, is there some kind of forum where we can get people to add their complaints so we can begin to see the real knock-on issue? Is anyone collating coordinating. and coordinating at this Not point? Not that I'm aware really. of. So,
2: Harris is getting some. There'll be some, some on social you, media. Yeah. Some will come to me. Um, yeah, for for me, it's just um, unbelievable that three, four years later, um, a bakery that has been found beyond question to be selling products which are, pretty much wheat, um, passing them off as gluten-free, She they just carry on as if nothing's
1: happened. It's just unbelievable to me. Uh, the very big question is, why has nothing been done? Wendy, we're still talking about this two years after uh, we had that conversation on air with Natasha. At the time, we spoke about the fact that this has been reported to the City of Cape Town Health Department. Yeah. Last time we spoke, it was dragging on. There was th- They hadn't been sent for tests. There were delays in getting hold of the samples. They
2: bought samples and then... Th- I think the samples sort of got old, and then it they got part to of test the test them. kits, and then by the time they were still waiting for another part, and by the, and then, then the first bits expired, and it was just it just went on and on. So I first approached the health officials in late 2016 after I'd published a newspaper column revealing that Harris's tests found samples of of Freedom Bakery's products to contain wheat. Natasha responded um, on her Facebook page as she's done now to this carte blanche piece, but she posted, in my case, a a lengthy rebuttal saying things including the allegations against the bakery are false, the attack on my integrity is unjustified, the products of the bakery are what the labels say they are and contain what those labels say they do. Um, She said it was malicious and blah, 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 and she was going to take legal action, none of which happened. Um, Health officials had by then already, as I said, received a complaint about an alleged Uh, about alleged passing off by Freedom Bakery by a a, Cape Townian and they said they were going to conduct their own laboratory tests um, so that's going on three years now. Well, I suspect
1: that complainant might be Kay, who's WhatsApp, to say about five years ago oh, I contacted the City of Cape Town Health Department de- regarding this bakery. I'm appalled that she is still operating. It is criminal, criminal in my opinion. Okay, so that was three years ago in our case, five years ago in Kay's case. What's happened since the cop launch segment?
2: Well, I naturally went back to the city to say um, what is happening. Would you know? Do you not? feel that you have a responsibility towards the people of Cape Town We've, having known for or had scientific evidence um, for some time that um, she's passing off wheat products as gluten free um, I got a response from a mayoral committee member for community services and health Councillor Zaheed Badruddin. Um, who said the city was ma- it was very long I'm going to cut it down a little bit The city is mandated to administer the Foodstuffs, Cosmetics and Dis- Disinfectants Act Within its area of jurisdiction to address food safety Quote, the focus is on the compliance of foodstuffs Including the surveillance of premises for general hygiene standards For the testing of products, he said The city relies on the services of the Forensic Chemistry Laboratory Of the National Department of Health So it's not a city pro- issue, it's, it's, it's a national issue said challenges have been experienced by the Forensic chemical Chemistry Laboratory to analyse for the presence of gluten in products, and City Health was only recently in a position to again submit samples for gluten analyses. Freedom Bakery was one of the pres- premises from where samples were taken. The results are not available yet.
1: How long can so it now take?
2: So now we're saying at least all these years later there's actually been testing. At hap- least the tests the have actually has, happened yes. now. Yes. Okay. Once the results... ...become available, City Health will have to ensure that the ingredients listed on the products correlate with the findings. If there are any labelling infringements, it will be dealt with in accordance with the legislation. The City's Environmental Health Office first dealt with the issue of Freedom Bakery in 2016. He said the office has not received any complaints about the bakery in the last year. The City of Cape Town takes its mandated responsibility very seriously... Gluten is one of the eight declared allergens in South Africa. The presence of it in any product needs to be declared on the label. So that's emphatic. Okay. Very
1: emphatic. Very emphatic that if there is gluten in any of the constituent ingredients, it has got to be declared on the label. Okay, so it's that's emphatic. What's (laughs) there are no results yet though, which is frustrating to say the least. I've actually got Kay on the line. I think it is Kay who messaged me just now. Kay, you're the person who actually reported this five years ago. Good afternoon.
6: Hi, hi, yes. It was about five years ago. I can't remember um, the name of the person I reported it to. But Natasha was operating from um, a market, a a kind of Saturday morning market. And it was discovered that, in fact, she was procuring her stuff from Compass Bakery. Um, and, And so we looked into it and tried to get her shut down. We contacted the health department who put us into onto the food labeling department um and that was i would say it was about four or five years ago and what i think what she has done since then is changed her label but she's still telling people um she's still telling people that it's gluten-free and sugar-free and yeah it was Mm. egg-free dairy-free there's
2: there's still no wheat on the ingredients
6: and, and, she, I mean, she was selling all these little cakes that she would actually unpack from Compass Bakery cake. Um, you, yeah. We, we, we live in Pomaki. And so new knew quite Compass Bakery well because they used to operate from here. Correct. And, uh, and it was all absolutely Compass Bakery. Which um, are, and, I
1: remember and just to say those are lovely products, but they are wheat-based products and yeah. they can't be sold so, as they, anything else. So, exactly, they're
6: wheat-based. I mean, I remember buying a banana bread from her. And the banana bread from 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 Woolies, because they they used to supply Woolies, and it was exactly the same. Um, anyway, we 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 um, somebody did some tests. The lady who runs Earth Fair Food Market will be able to give you a lot of info. Um, she, in fact, she, she yes, and I think she even um, went went to Compass Bakery to go and ask them, and found Natasha there. Um we had the on the show yes, two I show remember years ago. that from two
1: years ago she yes. said exactly that, okay, okay, so just to recap you, you did report it to city you would you were put through to food labeling, but nothing ever came of the complaint basically
6: no, no the guy the guy went in and he said he was going to go and speak to her um oh, his name is gone, but I've got it written down somewhere and and obviously labels changed when we followed up with him he said you know there was. He couldn't take our results because I think Jackie had had paid for some tests to be done, and he couldn't take our results. He, he had to do it in a whole field. But I mean, she's been exposed so many times, and yet is still operating. I, it just blows my mind.
1: Ours too, Kay. Thank you so much for, for calling in. And yes, one understands you have to have complete trust in the integrity of the process. So if City needs to to supervise that from start to finish, from the buying of the products to where they're labs, transported their own labs, so be it. But let's get the tests done and get some results. It's the thing
2: because, I, I mean, I went to the city and said, I've been discredited now. I've been called... Lit- Malicious l- and... Defamed, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, we have a private-run lab, lab, which is uh, highly reputable, never been called into question, but it really would help if the city authorities came out with their own, they did their own testing and, and, and had they will have to come to the same conclusion and yeah. then, uh, and as I say that was three years ago, we, mm. we wait If I could add yes. that
0: uh, the councillor's uh, message is a little bit of spin and we need to take that with a pinch of salt. Firstly, the way the system works is the city council has a a uh, part part of the department actually has environmental health officers or practitioners who go out and check the safety of uh, food and sites of food manufacture, etc., and they are able to purchase the products. And send it to state forensic labs. Mm -hmm. So it's correct that the state forensic labs are the people who test it, but the city has direct access to sampling and sending on to forensic labs. This could have been done three, four, five years ago. There's no nothing special here.
1: Okay. We've got another caller on the line. Uh, Gavin in the City Bowl. Good afternoon.
5: Uh, yeah, t- uh, two years ago I was into this whole banting thing and I-, I live in the northern suburbs. We used to drive through there and it's, it's a, it's a great story that she tells, you know, about how she used to bake for her son and who was either gluten intolerant or cellulite disease and that. And um, so we all bought into it and then uh, yeah, realized that something wasn't, because we bought the bread and the rusks and that. And um, yeah, I, I just can't understand that it's still going. And it's just this, obviously, and if you go onto that Facebook page that you guys were talking about, there's about 460 comments of people just standing by her and telling her it's a conspiracy and it's a this and it's a that. So she's got a huge following. Make no mistake in the, in that area where she is in that. But obviously these people, have got no idea uh, of, they've misdiagnosed. They're obviously not gluten intolerant. And, um, I'm a tour guide and I've got a great story. It's, I'll, I'll confess it. So I get a lot of Americans, okay, and we get their food allergies and it drives me absolutely crazy. <laughs> we carry, I carry gluten free bread with me so that we go to all these Luckalom food barn, all these restaurants. And I quickly just snip in there and say, please put this on the table. They end up eating the croissants and the sourdough bread. Because it's so good. And then the worst was I had a New Yorker woman who said to me, Gavin, uh, a huge shellfish allergy and that. So I phoned ahead and made sure that all their stocks weren't made with shellfish and that. Uh, On the last evening, they said, you've got to join us for dinner tonight. They took us to Bahia and the waiters are very smooth there. And they sold us a shellfish platter. And the woman asked, is there any way you can take the prawns and the lobster and uh, the crayfish out of the shell? And I said, ma'am, I said, for the last five days, I've been monitoring restaurants. And she goes, oh, no, Gavin, my days of peeling prawns are over. Oh, I had no. the <laughs> and I was like, oh, and the amount of calls that I put in ahead of time, you know, and I need to be told that that is her shellfish allergy. That's her
1: preference. Yes, Gavin, well, bless you for making the effort on behalf, of those who, on behalf of those who do have genuine life-threatening allergies. I know they would be appreciative, but that does say a lot, doesn't it? Thanks for your call. Yeah, I mean. There are plenty people and plenty of new posts on the Freedom Bakery page following the carte blanche. Segments, I'm not at all surprised. Saying it's a lot of rubbish. Yeah. rubbish. Uh, I
2: mean, I I, 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 it fascinates me how it's all in the experience, and it's a lovely story, and all of that. I mean, we want to believe it. We want to, this, this um, entrepreneur to succeed, and you mm. know, and all the rest. But but how you can completely overlook scientific results over years, tw- twelve batches, all saying the same, how you can completely poo-poo that based on what is going to trump scientific evidence. And why do we have a vendetta? Why why would would our motivation be anything other than to inform consumers
1: that there's food fraud happening? Absolutely, Harris, you wanted to say something else.
0: Yes, I want to point out that about 30% uh, in studies, all studies have shown that about 30% of people believe that they are affected by food intolerances or allergies or so. And when you actually test them in uh, in a clinical setting, it only turns out to be much, much less, 3 mm-hmm. to 5% depending on the condition. I want to just add that how… You can't convince people who believe a thing. Uh, I, two of her friends who, I assume friends, who are medical, final year medical students, I spent an hour and a half trying to convince them of the fact of the results and the seriousness of it. And I couldn't. And that's the fact of it. If people want to believe that she's got a great story to tell, it's very hard to convince them. And if they're not affected, good. But for people who are affected by these conditions, it's really devastating.
1: Mm. Harris, thank you for continuing to, to to follow up and to do these tests and insist that they're done properly. Wendy, thank you for the effort you've put into this. We... Um I think we, we this is all applying pressure, hopefully, on the city to get those tests done. Well, uh, hopefully, the television exposure will have helped rank rank up the pressure. Yes, and uh, we will continue to watch and make follow up calls and ask for those results as soon as they are available. I think that is the next step. Is absolutely. Let's hear from from City Help. I think there's one more voice note before we move on. Let's take a listen to that.
5: Uh good day. I've only just tuned in, and uh, my wife has been recommended not to have gluten products. So I'm wondering how you test whether they actually do or don't affect you. If your guess might inform us where we can go to, to get tested, whether gluten affects us or not. Harris?
0: Right. To find out if you are affected by gluten as a, as a person, you would need to go to a clinical lab like PathCare, but generally you would go through your doctor. If you want to know if products are gluten-free, uh, then unfortunately you have to send it to a lab like ours. You can also get something called Rapid Kits, but they're not particularly good for assessing inside a product unless you go and blend it yourself, but that does give a very strong indication. And we do know that overseas they're now selling ready kits for homes, but they are very expensive, and for that reason, they have not been imported into South Africa. You are welcome, if you are concerned about a particular favorite product, to send it to a food lab like ours where we will be able to do a formal test
1: dr okay. harris Steinem, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, a story still to be continued will be
0: cave okay. talk consumer talk you can call us now on 021-446-0567
1: Right, okay, we are going to move on to some other consumer issues, but I'm happy to take more of your, your comments and your questions. A lot of people are asking about the testing process and uh, has somebody watched to actually bake the product from start to finish. Yes, she to does, a degree, Wendy. I invite you to,
2: to do that. Um, but again, you've got to, it would have to be a whole process of, okay, we've tested these flowers. And they are indeed gluten free. Yeah, they are. Let's monitor. You will cook with these flowers, and we will sit for three days while everything's fermenting, and you know all of that. It's yeah. a, it's quite an unwieldy um, process. So that has not happened yet. But um, as she does often um, invite people to come and watch you bake. But again. Um, there's no, there's no um, scientific assurance in that case that um, what she says she's baking with is actually is what, what she she's usually baking. uses yeah yes yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah okay to be continued yeah. uh, right let's uh, sorry before we move on Catherine and Kirstenoff you are one of the people who' who would be very uh, directly affected by this issue because you have celiac disease good afternoon
6: hi there um yeah I was diagnosed in October 2017. Um, yeah, and I, I just wanted to make a comment with regards to um, the fact that not more people have laid specific complaints against Freedom Bakery. Yeah. Um, not everybody with celiac disease has instant reaction to eating gluten. So if you have symptoms over a certain number of days, you wouldn't actually be able to pinpoint what it uh-huh. was that caused those reactions. Yeah, Harris okay. did
2: make
1: that point. That's it's- important though, Catherine. Thanks for emphasizing that that it's it possibly you're only showing symptoms three days later, you're not sure if it was the rolls from Freedom Bakery or something you ate in between yeah, yeah. which is triggering them. I take your yeah. point. Catherine, but maybe while we've got you on, could you maybe just, just I mean, the impact if you for you, if you do eat gluten, um, is devastating, isn't it?
6: Well, at the moment, I've got damage to a quarter of my intestine. Um, I've lost so much weight, I was hospitalized in May for nine days. I had to be fed intravenously. So it's, it's got huge implications. It's, it's, it's a very, very serious illness.
1: Catherine and Kirstenoff, and our best wishes to you. But thank you for, for demonstrating again why yeah. this is an important public health issue and and that my, needs to be followed and up. And my
2: closest interest I should declare in this matter is that my, do- my sister's daughter, my niece who is thirteen has mm. has been diagnosed a few years ago now with celiac, and so I've you know You've I've got first hand experience yes. of
1: of how a yes. it can be. Okay, that is the only declare. That now, is the only thing. I, my have, only interest of so in the story in bakeries. Yes. none of us. No. have any association whatsoever <laughs> with rival companies or anything like that. There is a genuine health issue at the heart of the story, which is why we refuse to let it go, and we will keep you posted as we get those test results. Hopefully, one day from the city of, <laughs> of Cape Town. Okay, let's. Change tuck, Amy in Gardens wanting to talk about refunds. Amy, good afternoon. Thanks for your patience.
6: Hi, um, hi, Pippa. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Amy. I was just wondering what is the return policy on an app which I bought from the Google Play Store and then had instant buyer's remorse? And I don't know, is are you allowed to re- return it?
2: No. In short, no. the only time you have a legal right to return something for a refund is um if something th- something that you where you have initiated the um the purchase so you've you haven't responded to um direct marketing yeah. or something like that is if there's something wrong with it okay. so um, you having buyer's remorse or deciding you don't like the app after all or whatever, um, it doesn't count. If they'd advertise it as, as being one thing and it's completely a different thing, okay. then you could say that was mis-selling. It's a form of um, not fit for purpose. And then you'd be entitled to a refund. They wouldn't be able to force you to take another app or something like that. But um, plain old um, change of heart, buyer's remorse um I can't want my money back because yeah. I want to spend it on yeah. something else kind of thing. That, that That's not a, a legal um, justification for a, a refund demand, I'm afraid, Amy. Okay, cool.
1: No. Okay, Thank thanks for you. asking, Thank Amy, you. so the rest of us can learn from the experience as well. Uh, right, uh, let's quickly take the gap to follow up on the the online dating story, Oh uh, Wendy, because – Earlier this month, I shared an email from Caroline who was struggling to cancel her subscription to an online dating service. It was a site called Singles 50. That's And right. she said to us, I'm sending emails saying I want to cancel. I've sent multiple emails and the money keeps going off. You did some research. What did you find?
2: I did. I found loads of complaints about this company, which is based in Luxembourg. So our first problem now, you're dealing with a company that's not based in South Africa. That's based um, overseas. So um, our CPA and all the rest, they really couldn't give a damn about that on hello Peter alone 25 complaints and I, I did this research for for last week's show or week yes, four, we so it's probably gone well. up um 25 complaints since last April quite significant almost all of them about not being able to cancel the problem again is that people haven't read, read the terms and conditions online before jumping in um as one so 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 what this is is actually the dread, a dreaded case of, um, or a case of the dreaded auto renewal. Right? You yes. think you're just signing up for a month or whatever, but in fact, um, it's a, it's it's renewing. So. Um, as one person put it, you can join, you can pay your subscription and everything online in a few minutes, but you cannot cancel in a similar way mm. and you have to jump through how many hoops. The site does not even have a function to contact support to assist with the issues. No, because they don't want to make it easy for you to get out. They want to um, continually keep debiting your credit card. So another one on that score posted, the moment you try to cancel your subscription Um, or not renew. They fraudulently deduct money from your bank account and if you go into the bank to reverse the debit, they say it can't be done. Cancel the card and order a new card from your bank. And was that practical advice. And of course, I always have to say, um, whatever it is that you, whatever contract you're getting into online, if you see something that's a box that says I have read all the terms and conditions. Please don't click on that until you actually have and read and read all of them because these are, they're relying on you not reading them Um, because you know, why do you want to spend, time doing that boring stuff when you can be clicking through to, to get to the stuff that you really and want to be doing
1: looking, looking in that case side, yes, yes. And, and,
2: and bear in mind singles 50 is aimed at the older consumer you might not be as tech savvy yep. as the younger ones so there's a, a big chance that they're not going to be protecting themselves properly by by uh, not wise to all the, the tricks that lie ho- on land that okay. lie awa- waiting for us to trip
1: so Caroline's best way out of it is to cancel the card uh, against so. which that debit is going yeah, off as painful a, as that is and and uh, yeah as yeah. as much of a slip as, as, as is. it is okay yeah. thank you i also want to say a thank you and a reminder Wendy tells us regularly that it's worth shopping around for car insurance quotes yes. so i got my annual renewal letter on monday and nearly okay. fell off my chair at the size of the increase i decided to shop around. Wendy, the quotes I've got back are less than 40% not of what surprised. I'm currently paying.
2: As long as you, you, you've got like for like, so they haven't dropped yes, the car higher out. Yes. I'm sure you made sure.
1: I did, and I knew what to ask because of you, so I wanted to oh, say thank great. you for that, and just remind everybody that that is sound advice Wendy gives. Shop around, get uh, rival companies to quote, go back to your insurer. I'm making that call this afternoon, so if you're listening, it's coming. I look forward to the <laughs> feedback. So I'll let you know what happens next. They all next. want to to keep your business. Uh, we assume so, but it's going to be a big explanation for them to how, how they match a quote of 40%. They won't yeah. explain. They'll just they'll do just it. will just do it. We'll wait and see. I'll let you know. <laughs> and by the way, all these conversations happen in my married surname, so there's no possibility of <laughs> <I think laughs> special <laughs> treatment for the record. Uh, let's squeeze in another voice note uh, going back to the Freedom Bakery contribution.
3: Hi, my name is Adrian. Um, I'm living in Cape Town and I do have a story about Freedom Bakery that's not very pleasant at all. Um, My son and I are both celiac and uh, it was my son's matric exams uh, last year. And we bought some stuff from Freedom Bakery, some croissants, and we decided to try some. And um, he landed up in the um, emergency room at Mediclinic the night before his English exam. Uh, it was the severe autoimmune response. It was not responding to any treatment. And we were there until three in the morning and they wanted to admit him, but unfortunately he needed to write his matric exam. And if he didn't write the exam, then he would have to wait for the SAP, which is only in June, which Correct. affects your entire university application and submission. So we had to eventually fake it that um, we, we told the hospital he was keeping the water down. And he left at three in the morning. We didn't sleep a wink. He got up the next morning and he wrote his matric final exam and unfortunately sacrificed his distinction, which he'd been working so hard for. And uh, I did go back to Freedom Bakery with the story and they told me absolutely impossible. It just does not contain gluten. So we have been really badly affected. We have actually tried quite a few of their products and there are some... That we react with and some that don't and also bearing in mind sometimes that if you're celiac you will tend to respond to chickpea flour um, my doctor actually told me that it often tests for gluten and um, has that same response so also if it contains chickpea flour that's often quite a big no-no for celiacs um, but the other issue is also you can be a non symptomatic celiac So you cannot have uh, a gut reaction, and your autoimmune system can actually attack other organs. So it's really a very, very fine line to walk, but um, Freedom Bakery needs to come under review, and this entire situation needs to be stopped and shut down.
1: Adrian, I'm so sorry that you had that experience, but uh, thank you. We a wonderful
2: take, call to underline yeah, everything we've been talking, talking about.
1: about. Absolutely. Uh, hand in hand with a tweet from Natasha saying, thank you, Wendy, on behalf of us Celiacs for addressing such an important issue and raising awareness around the seriousness of false claims. Really appreciate it. We really appreciate your hard work on the story to be continued. Wendy Nola, we'll chat again Thanks, next week back. at we 2 will. o'clock. At 2 o'clock, okay. yes.